What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? What's going on? So, welcome to another great week of cybersecurity, right? So, we, we have a lot to uh, to talk about when it comes to infrastructure. Uh, but if you have not already, uh, I keep plugging last week's Ask Us Piece. So, if we go ahead and tune in for that one, is with Yvonne Rivera. She is the CEO, CISO, and co founder of Cyberlight. So, really good conversation. Definitely check that one out. Um, and then uh, I don't believe we have anything scheduled for this week just yet. I'm trying to try to get someone. Uh, but then we have several after that, right? So uh, definitely tune to tune in. We appreciate your support. Without further ado, I'll give it to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this article actually comes from executivegov.com, written by Jerry Peterson. And the title of it is Lumen Reports 4,000, yes, 1,000% year-over-year increase in DDoS attacks against government, right? So it, we... We talk about this all the time about, you know, uh, these hackers out here that, that want to find a juicy target, right? Guess, guess what the juicy target is? Department of Defense, right? Like it's it's the U.S. government, uh, Department of Defense, those three-letter agencies, things of that nature, right? So um, so they they have here in this, uh, this report they released of the 1,000 largest uh, distributed denial of service ta- attacks um, that were mitigated by Lumen Technologies in the fourth quarter of 2023, nearly 70% were aimed at the government, right? That's what their that's what their report just said. Seventy percent were aimed at the government, right? So, in the fourth quarter of twenty twenty three, it was a hundred and sixty three percent quarterly increase in DDoS tax attacks against the government, right? Which was a four thousand percent increase year over year. So, we've talked about it before in this show, right? So, we're the first thing coming in when it comes to like some type of war or something like that kicking off. It's not bombs and bullets, right? It's not submarines pulling up off the off the coast, you know what I mean? Launching missiles and things like that. It is going to be cyber warfare. Like we've seen it happen already. A couple of years ago, Russia did the same thing when they went into Ukraine, right? We see China doing it uh, before they, as they test the waters. I'm not saying they're at war with anyone, so to speak. They're testing the waters, but cyber warfare is something that they're doing, right? Like this is going to be the way of the future, right? It makes sense to, because we have such a reliance on technology um, that cybersecurity be the way we go um, or the way any country goes and softening up a target before they go in there and actually start dropping bombs and, and, and firing bullets and putting boots on the ground, right? But yeah, this is this is a crazy, like 4,000% year over year. Like that is astonishing to me when I read that, right? So, and and again, the government... They are, they are a soft, not, I'm not going to call them a soft target, but they are the target you want, right? Like it's one of those things where um, they're a prime target for these attacks because, you know, these countries want to come in if they want to um, extort anything or if they want to spy or if they want to gather information, right? Um, we accuse China all the time of, uh, of uh, intellectual property theft, things of that nature, right? So um, this is what they're going to do. They're going to go in, they're going to do these attacks, they're going to soften up a system, bring things down, right? Distributed uh, denial of service, it brings things down to the point where, okay, when you're trying to figure out, okay, how do we get it back up? What's going on with this DDoS? Um, they could be doing something else in the back background, right? It could be a two-pronged attack. They could be trying to uh, infiltrate while they're bringing things down, right? So um, it's just something that we, we, we have to understand that as you become 
a powerful nation as as we are, right? And as we so claim to be publicly, these are the different things you have to face, right? Like, and this is where you have to invest money into the protection for these things. We can't we can't be like some of these private companies and just get rid of, uh, you know, um, the cybersecurity uh, guardrails. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, this is this is a damning report, man. It really is. So. Uh, the the lumen doing is doing their part right when it comes to mitigation but they're like hey 70 percent of it is aimed at the government and this is just this is going to be the way going forward right there's no there's no way around this that them being a a, a target is is going to be avoided in the future it's just how it is right especially especially as the government keeps growing right it keeps getting larger and larger they keep adding more more segments to it more things um in the previous episode, we talked about CISA, you know, and what they're doing in way of cybersecurity. Like, why not go at CISA, right? Like, it, it is one of those things because we see how much they're they're trying to prevent things from happening from a cybersecurity advantage. So when you put your face out there as, hey, we're helping against cybersecurity, you become a target. You know what I mean? So that it's just the way of the world, and this is what we have to look forward to. Is, is this is the way forward? You know. But Ryan, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, again, please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff if you have not done so already. Um, yeah, that, that number did surprise me. I was like, that's actually zero. I didn't expect. Um, it's kind of ludicrous <laughs> to think that uh, not not only uh, that the, the government is being targeted so much, but that uh, it's that resilient. Like, it actually surprised me. I was like, I'm surprised we haven't had more... Uh, uh, network outages and things of that nature, just being bombarded as much as we are. Uh, that goes to show, uh, again, resilience, but uh, also that you got to put your money where your mouth is. So uh, all these initiatives where they're, they're dropping money, you you might want to start to look at increase that over over time because mm -hmm. that is astronomical. Uh, like it's, it's almost as though a whole quadrant of the internet is just uh, aimed at the government <laughs> to shut it down. It's pretty ridiculous. Like uh, before this article popped up, um, there was another one I was going to the, the share with the, uh, the the group chat, but it was uh, it was recently debunked where it said that there was three million uh, smart toothbrushes used in a DDoS attack. That that one was was recently debunked, but <laughs> it's IoT devices, right? Like if it's smart, it can be weaponized. So just just think of how many more devices are always being manufactured that are communicating with the internet. But but because you, we do this every week, it was believable to you, right? You were like, oh, yeah. yeah, I know yeah. that because of IoT <laughs> devices, I talk about this all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, I was like, man, that's that's crazy. Um, but it was quickly debunked, luckily, um, and saying like, no, that did not happen. But it could. <laughs> that is a thing that could happen in the future if we're not careful. Um, but it, again, it shows that it, it shows that the government needs can't, it can't sleep. It can't it can't be uh, like you said. It can't take off the, the guardrails. It can't defund the cybersecurity initiatives, all of the initiatives that are currently rolling with the uh, the trusted inter internet connection 3.0. So take, take 3.0, the IP6 uh, uh, migration, because IP4, IPv4, I always uh, have issues getting that one out, um, uh, is exhausted, right? Like we have to migrate over to IPv6 and then with that comes a host of new security vulnerabilities and things of that nature when we move over. Uh, it's just, we have to, continue to improve our infrastructure to continue to get off of these legacy um, protocols and things of that nature. Like you can't have your uh, Windows ME <laughs> and XP out there, right? On, on government systems. 
uh, and you can't have uh, outdated or end of life um, edge devices like uh, with the whole Avanti thing that just happened. Those are not end of life, but uh, you saw Sissa quickly said, "Hey, you have three days. <laughs> either 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 come down off this this equipment, patch it, or you're getting shut down. Like you can't you can't afford to have these vulnerabilities out there." Um, so we're getting quicker with these initiatives. We are rolling out, uh, I guess, more updated and stronger security is, is what we're going for with the, the migrations and the changes. Um, but it, it just goes to show that it's absolutely necessary. Like all these things have to take place within the next few years or uh, they'll bring us down, like just from sheer volume, right? It's it's um, it's a attack through attrition. So we, we have no choice but to continue these initiatives so it's good to see that we are doing that it's good to see that we're, we're capturing recording it uh also uh, I, I should say it's also good to see that we're doing a lot of cloud migration so like your microsoft's your aws your google and oracle they're a little bit more robust when it comes to this they're able to take the the burden a little bit better so like the the transfer of on-prem to cloud is also absolutely necessary because uh, that that is the future. It's more, more robust. It's more uh, what's it scale and elasticity. So uh, all these initiatives are absolutely necessary in order to to continue to protect our our uh, federal government uh, uh, resources. So we will see what the future holds. Like hopefully next year is not thirty thousand percent. Let's keep that to zero. <laughs> Uh, uh, to the uh, the attack surface, they just keep keep bombarding us. Because I mean, like again, like there's nothing. Every year, there's another billion IoT devices being manufactured. So you have another uh, weapon uh, to uh, to uh, attack systems. So we'll see what the future holds. But it's good to see if this again is being captured and we're actually doing something about it. So hopefully next year, when the budgets roll around, right, FY twenty five or whatever uh, hits, there's more cybersecurity money being put. Uh, uh, out there, right? Putting their money where their their the mouth is. So, yeah. So we'll we'll see what the future holds. We'll, we'll keep reporting on things as nature. Definitely continue to tune in throughout the week. So again, Monday, Tuesday, topics, Wednesday, discussion. Uh, Thursdays will either be Ask Us SP or Throwback. I think this week will be a Throwback. But after that, I have subsequent more Ask Us SPs lined up. And then Friday, everything else. So movies, books, games, all that good stuff. Stay safe. Oh wait, I jumped. Tune into all the things that go by our name. Hit me up personally, RYRY Security Guy. That's RYRY Security Guy. You can find me on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, and Threads. Stay safe, stay secure. <laughs>